people. Yes. Wherever the hell you are. Welcome to Shenanigans with Biscuits and Gravy. Where, um... We're watching Heat, man. <laughs> Dude, I love that that was back on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. I, and what's, what I hate is, though, I tried to sit my son down to watch it, and he wasn't into it. <laughs> it was the most heartbreaking thing. I love that show. I know. I tried getting uh, Jagger to to uh, uh, listen to some of the ones that, you know, I or watch some of the ones that I used to, and you he, he, he don't. Yeah. But no. by the way, folks, hey, um, Schneggins with Biscuits and Gravy. I am Biscuits. The other gentleman is Gravy. Uh, we're yes, two- hello. Uh, hey, what's up? Gravy. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Biscuits, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> we're uh, two guys, one podcast. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> two dudes that we knew each other for a while. And we just said, hey, let's. Let's do a podcast, not knowing what we're doing. Now we have one, and yes. we slightly know what we're doing. Evolving along the way. Our topics, whatever suits us. So That's welcome. Right. Whatever's hot to trot for that day, whatever's on our mind. Yeah, yeah. Whatever's twisting the gray matter. So, dude, have you been seeing this thing that, like, supposedly there's going to be, like, a cancer vaccine coming out? <sighs> I briefly saw a title and just didn't feel like reading it. If it comes out, that's really going to test the anti-vaxxers fucking metal right there. Like, that's it. Like, let's see where, where really your loyalties lie. Yeah. I mean, I'll, and I'm not trying to be mean or, cause, you know, I think anti-vaxxing is kind of, I'm sorry, I think that you're playing Russian roulette for no reason. Unless you're in the military, it's a different story, because there's a long history of us getting experimental shit. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what is that line in that movie Jarhead? Oh, great! I take it. And three months later, my asshole turns inside out and starts talking to me. <laughs> and no lie, like you'd go, you'd get ready to go on deployment, and you just walk through a line. You had no idea what you were getting shot up with. You didn't even ask. Yeah. Yellow fever, malaria, you're getting all this crap. You're like, whatever. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? What is there like 30 needles on that one gun? Just shut up and sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, but when I went through, we didn't even have the gun. There was just people standing on either side of you and just kept hitting you in the deltoids as you walked down a line of eight people on every side. You're like, oh, Jesus. And then at the very end of it was the delightful bee sting in the ass. Yeah, we did the, uh, I, I remember them coming down a line and doing it like a little cart or something. And anyway, I remember because like, they'd stick us in with one and they like put it down, stick in another one or whatever after yeah. like so many to go to the next guy. And they just keep going down. And then we had to go in like this, it wasn't even really secluded. It was more like a curtain so you can bend your pants down and leave yep, you in the ass. <laughs> and I, I don't know I think I don't remember which one of those it was like after I had like half a dozen to a dozen shots within a matter of like five minutes I started getting woozy <laughs> I was like yeah wait, 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 why, why am I getting like <coughs> it's because you were just fucking stabbed 12 times sir that's why you're getting woozy a whole bunch Jesus. of chemicals <laughs> yeah it's just a mad flush <clears throat> but we just did it because you had to yeah yeah. That was it. 
you didn't have a choice. I mean, shit, you look at like, uh, for instance, like the Gulf War. You know, we had the 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 anthrax and syphilis yeah. shots. And yeah, wait a minute, the anthrax shots. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nice. they they nice. had to like push push something new out there because they needed to get a dose that was you know because it's it's all at a time period. Yeah. If anybody doesn't know this, you before you go to deploy, you have like a time period. You have to get certain shots between a, a specific amount of time, and it has to be spread out, whatever. Well, I mean, there's, <laughs> well, fuck, the beginning of nine, you know, nine eleven and everything. Like right after that, we had also no Iraq, time. We didn't get no time. They just started just shooting all kinds of crazy shit. Same with the Gulf War. They did the same thing then. And uh, that's like a combination of the va the vaccines that the soldiers got right before they deployed, with a mixture of the depleted uranium, is the uh, is the theory of what the what has caused the uh, Gulf War syndrome, and what's fucking us up now. You know those you know nine eleven GWAT, whatever you want to call it. I remember September eleventh happened, and two days later we were getting underway. We were getting our shit together to go, uh, and they were just like, "Get to medical." Get get cleared and go. Like, oh Jesus! All right, damn. We just got back. Well, you guys know the area. That's shit. <laughs> I was with two buddies of mine. We were at a bar drinking. We had those thirty-two ounce mugs. You fucker. And um, it was because it, it was like right around four o'clock in the morning. That's when the that's when the bar closed, and we managed mm -hmm. to stay there long because I, I knew everybody that worked there, the bartenders, the the. The DJs, the dancers, everybody, and you know, they knew we were harmless. We just kind of hang out next to you know the TV. It's showing us like what, what the hell's going on? Like what movie is this? And you know, we kind of slowly and kind of frightening realize you know it was it was kind of like it was just a surreal moment. Like really, yeah, it was the afternoon in Spain because I was on the treadmill at the gym, mm. and we were all and like everybody just stopped dead. And then, like, the place, because, you know, Rota really, like, it was deployers, and then you had base people. So, like, the deployers instantly ran. Like, we knew we were going to be getting phone calls. Mm -hmm. And that gym just cleared out. It was like, poof, ghost town. <laughs> Everybody hauling ass for the barracks. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But those were good times. Yeah, yeah. That was actually probably one of my funnest deployments. But I, I mean, like the, the, the vaccines, all the, all the shit they gave us. I mean, I, oh god, yeah. I mean, if, if I'm gonna go anti-vaxxer, I mean, it's it's the military guys. We're the ones that get the experimental shit. Come on now. That, that's what's funny. Like you know, the, these people complain about this or, or worry about it. I should say, not complain, but it's a genuine worry, and I get it. Yeah. You know that. Oh well, you know, my daughter had an allergic reaction. She can't get vaccines. Therefore, no. What? No, no. See, that's the exact reason everybody should get vaccines. It's the herd immunity. You don't want somebody in the herd being able to infect your daughter. Your daughter is one of the ones who should not. Mm-hmm. So don't do it. You know, it's just, oh, I hate it. Anyway. I just drooled. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, you're not feeling well. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I, I uh, was doing some work. Went to, uh, you know, kind of lay down. I was just like suddenly tired. Took a nap for about an hour. Woke up and just felt like I got hit by a truck. Yeah. <clears throat> just from the symptoms, you might have the flu, man. I just had the flu like a month ago. 
Don't matter. That's why there's different strains, brother. Yeah, yeah. And I'm telling, like, around here anyway, flu A has been really prevalent. I can't remember which one around here has been going. There was like two of them, I know. Yeah. But, uh... Okay. Yeah, today was today was the wife's birthday. Yes, yes. Happy birthday, um, um, yeah, Mrs. Gravy. Yeah, yeah. My wife had her thirty fifth birthday today, or as I put on the cake, twenty nine plus. <laughs> Hit that one right on. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's twenty nine with uh, six years of experience. That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. She got a she got a new outside fire pit today, and some new Adirondack chairs, and a new bird feeder stand one of them nine foot tall ones got like four things on each side and shit oh i love those are cool yeah 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 she she loves bird feeders like i want to tame a crow we got crows around here i seriously want to tame one and i want to teach just to teach it to sit out front and like talk shit i like the bird baths those concrete ones oh i love those but you know we we don't have a fence around our backyard yeah, and that's one of the things we want to get this year is a privacy fence. And once we have that, dude, I'm I want to go full like suburbanite gaudy. I want to have the friggin' flamingo. I want to have the duck with the wings going opposite directions, garden gnomes. <laughs> like I want it to be such a gaudy you, thing back you there. You have to have plants. You have to have a shitload yeah. of plants. Like I want to. Uh, we talked. We want to get those uh, those planting boxes. You know the ones like you can stack up and stuff. Yeah. We're going to do a bunch of those around so we can have one with vegetables, one with like uh, that are bee friendly, you know, and, you know, do a bunch of them like that. Look, look at some of those that you can actually set up. They actually work for the wintertime, too. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to do some kind of perennials or something. Yeah. Or, or do like the domes over them that people do. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. Even, even you can even get those little greenhouses so that the where you can walk in and close to like you know maybe about hundred something bucks for the cheap ones it still work. Yeah, yeah but those you got to build up off the ground too because uh, we used to live next to uh, this kind of community center and they had a garden out back and they had several like kind of home done greenhouses out there and I used to go running by it and I was always looking at their design like how they do it. <laughs> I mean that, or you can like do a little like little pocket field and put like a black tarp over the top of it. Yeah, yeah. Not not that but, I know from experience. But I also want to try <laughs> and do buck. I want to try and do bucket potatoes this summer. Oh yeah. I'm I'm gonna try and do it. We're gonna see how it goes. I'll, I'll let you know about the haul I get. I'm gonna try and do five buckets. Okay. I, I'm a, I'm gonna get a couple things next month. Next payday. Um, and then I'm just kind of keep adding cause I want to get, I, I want to get vegetables and food or fruits mm -hmm. mainly, but our, uh, papaya tree is crap. Well, there were four, two males and two females and one of them died, which I don't know if it's a male or a female cause I, I don't know that shit, mm -hmm. but we were, we were told that, you know, two males, two females. So I'm like, oh, okay. So, um, <clears throat> One of them died, three left, and I'm lucky if I get, like, one or two papayas every three or four months. <laughs> this is like mine and my wife's avocado tree that we got one avocado off of, and then that thing just damn died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were so excited everything. Yeah, we are so excited and everything. We're like, we need some papayas. Just pick them out left and Hell right, yeah. and yeah, nothing. 
Oh, it sucks. Dude. I think we've had like a total of like maybe twelve at the most in the last two or three yeah. years. Yeah, it's pretty pathetic. That sucks. Well, if I can get like, I, I think the potatoes will be a good thing. I tomatoes are so hard. Yeah. And I and I don't have the patience for them. Like I need something simple: cucumbers, squashes, shit like that. Like you know, plant it, let it go. But yeah. I thought about trying that. What is it? The uh, the Indian way where they plant corn. I think it's squash and beans. Like the beans spread out over the ground to keep the weeds. Mm. The corn gives a uh, an area for the squash to climb and grow, and they all kind of feed each other in the soil. So I thought about trying to do that one time too. Mm. When uh when I was in Georgia, we had a uh, man. We were growing in just like these tubs. I mean, we weren't even doing nothing in the regular ground. We just got a bunch of those different sized tubs, and you know we had uh, cucumbers, I mean, good sized cucumbers. Yeah, uh, zucchini. We had um, strawberries. Uh, we had uh, the strawberries were picking on you know majority of the year. You know, you pick a few. You know, it'd be like a day or two, there'd be more. Same with the cherry tomatoes. I mean, we we're picking those left and right. Dang. Um, and uh, what else we have? We had uh, onions. Uh, I had a few others, and then yeah, I just yeah. and then I took like a, a pallet and. I just kind of, you know, I kind of put like little bottoms in the sections and I just filled them with dirt so it was like a flower. So like yeah. just a pallet and, you know, in the back, whatever, just, it just packed it with dirt and put some like yeah. regular different colored flowers. And then I got bored, took some spray paint, spray painted it, which right whatever flowers are on the edge got spray painted. As well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I'm a genius. Uh. Right. With a J. Well, yeah, genius with a J. <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, man, I got to tell you, we've talked about movies the last, you know, couple times we've been on here. Mm -hmm. But uh, I watched one today, and it's one neither you or I mentioned. But when I watched it again, I was like, you know, I love this movie more and more every time I watch it. Okay. V for Vendetta. You know, I've only seen that once. Oh. Uh, maybe it's because I've read the graphic novel. Yeah. And I've watched the movie. But that movie is fantastic. I mean, it, it is. They change a few things from the graphic. Well, they change a lot of crap from the graphic novel, let's be honest. But. Still such a good movie. Hmm. I don't know. I thought you'd seen it more than that. You've quoted it to me. Maybe you have. I don't, I don't know. I want to say, like, right when I got on Facebook, one of the first things you sent me was this V speech. <laughs> oh, probably. I, I, you know how my memory is. It's that's true, it that's true. Be. Well, that's why I keep sending you the same gift for your birthday every year. You haven't figured it out yet, either. <laughs> huh? <laughs> oh, you're a jackass. <laughs> oh. Oh, how glad it's sinker. Oh, my God. That was so good. <laughs> oh, uh huh? Oh, you're a jackass. <laughs> oh, my God. That was awesome. <laughs> oh. mm. That was pretty good. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. 
<laughs> You're welcome. Okay. Uh, anyway, so uh, did you have anything today that that was pressing, that was on your mind that you wanted to discuss? Well, um, I, I was going to talk about how the something about the French Revolutionary War, which, which I think I'll probably do next podcast, but let me um, let me look into my folder of podcast ideas. Okay, okay. Yes, got dive into that. Let's see thing. here. Um, oh, hmm? while you're while you're diving into your folder and looking around, let me tell you a story. Okay. So, my wife needed new tires on her truck. Went down yesterday to uh, Walmart. They said, "Oh, we got to order them, but they'll be here this afternoon." Sweet. So I pick my son up. Go over to Walmart. It's about 3.30 in the afternoon to get him changed. We did not leave there until 6.30, man. Oh, God. Three hours in Walmart. Waiting on... And, like, we walked around and shopped for the first hour, and I thought, okay, it'll be near done by now. You know, been an hour. Yeah. Four tires. How hard is that? Well, I go back there, and look, there's one dude working in four empty bays. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> wow. So at five o'clock, I finally lost my crap and called my wife. And I was yelling loud enough that they're like, sorry, Mr. Parker, they're getting your truck on the lift now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you are. <laughs> so they, they got it on the lift. But we didn't leave there until 630, man. man but let nice. me tell you, my kid was so good during that whole thing. Three hours at Walmart, yeah, and sitting in that little room watching TV, we ate Cheetos and hung out. He was awesome. Hell yeah! I mean, you give a kid Cheetos, you know, they're they're. That's it. It's like it's like a, a organ grinder monkey, you know. Just throw him a little bit of peanut, bam, good to go. Oh yeah, that's what they are. Organ, okay. <clears throat> I knew they weren't right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So Jagger's doing. Uh, he, he's. I'm helping him with his homework. Uh, I think it was like yesterday, or yeah, I think it was yesterday. And uh, <clears throat> he's doing his math thing, and so I'm like, he can go over the inst- the instructions. He knows that and everything. And it's it's like the instructions said. You know, there's like three like objects, like squares, jars, or whatever. And inside, there's like a different number of bolts. So like one jar's uh-huh. got like six. One jar has three, then the other jar has like four. And it uh-huh. says to put a line going from one jar to another that both equal ten. And then underneath, you take all three of, you know, however many, you write down what number in each jar underneath it, and then you add it together and put the total. Uh-huh. So I'm sitting there reading, reading him the instructions, and he's already fit, fill it, he fills it out and finished before I'm even done. what the fuck so i'm like okay i'm gonna gonna read a little bit faster you know and it's still done i'm like are you serious so and i sit there looking at it i'm like okay and i start adding up whatever and he's already i'm like he's sitting there just slamming us out like nothing i'm like really i'm like this this is like what i learned in third grade you know actually maybe second grade he's doing it first and you know this dude is he can blows me away i need a pen and paper you know He's doing this shit in his head faster than I can even yeah. read out the whole thing. <laughs> it, I, I am so happy, like my son has is at least enjoys learning. Yeah, and is good at it. You know, my boy likes math. That's his thing. 
Yeah, uh, my favorite subject. My, I don't even. I, I hated math and English. I really hated it. Dude, if I had everything to do over again, I'd become a math teacher. I'd become a history teacher. Isn't that frightening? Us in the teaching profession? I mean, I want people who know us who are listening to this to just think about that. Like, I want to teach your kid math. I want to teach just, your kid history. And and if you know us, you realize, like, that teacher's lounge would be the most horrifying room that ever existed on Earth. Like, Sodom and Gomorrah had nothing on this teacher's lounge of me and you sitting there over our coffees plotting. We'd have to each class just wander out aimlessly and go to each other's just, just mm-hmm. I don't know, just to confuse them and and then I'll go in there and I'll do like a couple in your class and back and forth just just to mess <laughs> with them. <laughs> you know we'd be the two coolest teachers. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. My wife's trying to get me to uh, do instructor duty for a nurse, but I need to get my masters to do that and uh, shit college again. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I right now I'm holding back. I was gonna, I was gonna, st- I started looking into it, but I put an application for a leadership position in uh, Team Rubicon. So I, I'm waiting to hear uh-huh, back. Uh-huh. Right Although the, the the state rep really doesn't like me because I've. Well, what have you done? What'd you do? What'd you do? I, uh, I didn't do anything do? bad. No, what'd you do? I argued in, at her in front of other people. See, you shouldn't have done that. I know, I should have pulled it aside. That's right. And I told her she's a micromanager. Oh. Yeah. Dude. Hey, I don't get paid. This is volunteer, okay? <laughs> I don't get paid to do this shit. This is out of my own my own free will and my own time. If you're going to act like a dick, and that's what the, that's that's what the number one rule about. they have. Don't be a dick. That's their number that's one rule. That's what I'm talking about, man. Let them have it. Yeah. That's right. But I, I volunteer a, for this shit. I, I, have, give me any- <laughs> I have a reputation there being a little brash. Well, I think you're you're more upfront. You're just, you're just blunt about it. Like, this is what we need to do. And you're no BS about it, you know? Yeah, and, and the thing was, I mean, because I've been part of the organization for like, five or six years i honestly can't remember but it's like um you know it's there was the organization was small and it jumped from like thirty thousand to eighty thousand within like a few months time frame wow mainly because of harvey and uh they still have people down there rebuilding yeah but uh but yeah it kind of got a little bit political and um and my, because of my demeanor, I, because of me being brash or, you know, being up front. And also I have a tendency, they, this couple of them, they misjudge, thought I just joke around constantly. When it's my, uh, I have a coping mechanism. It's just sarcasm. Yeah, I am. I am a strong one in that art. Yeah, and it's it's people mis they misjudge you, so they think yeah automatically they 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 already had their sense of oh this is what this person is. A lot of people think you're being a cock when you're not. You're just kind of making a joke, but they think you're being a dick about it. For but you're me, really it's, not. it's not being a dick. It's more being like a fool. Because I'm just I mean I mean yeah I'm being a smartass, but I'm also kind of I throw in like joke. I do jokingly. I'm more of a jokingly smartass than an asshole smartass. Yeah, see, I got the asshole smartass so. 
like that's and an I, actual I like that's an actual true version of one side or the other. I mean, because I just completely made that up, which I don't really give a shit. But hey, it actually kind of works though, yeah, because I am an asshole who's a smartass. And what's worse is like, my wife gets me all the time because she's like she's she gets mad at something I say, and I'll be like, "Baby, I was only kidding." She's like, "Yeah, but it's it's your tone." It's your inflection. I'm like, well, I don't mean it like that. She goes, yeah, but a lot of times when you say shit, you sound like a real jerk. Yeah, I've actually been told that I do sound like that sometimes when I'm just talking to the kids. Um, yeah. Or even other people. Like, I'm, and I, I don't know. And I don't, and I don't mean it to be that way. You know, I'm uh, like, I, I told my wife, I'm like, if, if I say something like that, I'm like, call me on it right then. And I can tell you, no, I didn't mean it that way. If that's the way it came out, I apologize, you know. Yeah. I don't want to be taken that way. But, but then there's times when I'm like, hell yeah, I said it like that. Shit. <laughs> but I, I'm waiting for an answer right now to get back from that because if if I'm either gonna either gonna start pushing in college and I'll I'll start with you know associates to my online to get that knocked out with. <clears throat> so I'm either gonna do the leadership position or college online. So it's it's one or the other. Nice man. So I don't know. What are you I'm, What are you gonna go for for your uh, college? What's uh, gonna be your goal? You know, I, I'm actually looking into more on the either theology or religious studies. Oh, so you want to make no money whatsoever? Uh, <laughs> are you kidding me? Some of these pastors driving around, they've got like gold teeth. They got like a ring on each finger. They're driving a, a fancy. Are you talking about- like the Joel Olsteins or whatever his name is. Oh yeah, you kidding me? Motherfuckers. Yeah. Dude, you'd be better off writing a book. Like I would love to read a book that you wrote. Honest to God, like I'd buy that thing and deal it out of my trunk like Goodfellas style. Like I'd buy it out of a store. Well, I wouldn't do that. I'd rob a truck and sell it. But, but <laughs> <laughs> man, I, I would do that. that. Yeah. I would do that for you. <laughs> I, I, you know, and you're not the first. They said that I've had quite a few people tell me I need to make write a book over the years. Like, you do you need like, to do like a comparison study off of modern like uh, or the links? You know, so many people have written them, but I think you'd have a good take on like Judaism, paganism, Christianity, and you know how they intersect and all. I think you'd have a, a great grasp and a, a good audience for that. Yeah, I'd buy the fucker. I actually wouldn't mind going in front of going into a church and being like, "Listen, some of this shit I'm gonna teach you, you were lying about." <laughs> I've actually thought, like, I've sit there. I'm no kidding. I've actually gone through. I've actually thought to myself, I mean, it's like daydream. Like I would just like zone out and just imagine myself, you know, going in front of a congregation and being like, "Listen, get your books out." You know, we're gonna. <laughs> and what's learn funny some is. Stuff. You and I have such differing views on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in, in my, my I, I'm sure with some of the older generation in their 80s and 90s and 70s, we'd be like, this guy's a little bit harsh on the language. I don't know. Maybe they would like me and the ones younger. I, I don't know. Either way. Hey, man, yeah, Jesus, I, Jesus was a rebel. I, and man, if you read the book, Jesus was a rebel. Tipping over, going after money lenders and shit, man. He was... He was out there. He was hanging with the vagrants, the prostitutes. You know, he was an out there dude. What? You're 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 going to hell, man. I'm not going there. That, if you believe in it, you're going there. I don't believe there, in it. I ain't going anywhere. Uh, where did I put it at? Um, dang it. Okay, there was. I have a thing. Um, where where did I put it at? 
You know, I, I rearrange stuff around and I can't find it. I was actually going to talk, I wanted to uh, discuss about the uh, Essenines. The what? Essenines or Essens or S. something like that. Alright. But um, I can't find where I put it. Okay, I'll have to look and have it ready next time. But it's That's actually right. very fascinating and it actually has to do with uh, like ancient. Like, these people, their structure, like, they don't have, like, a, um, your typical government or typical monarchy is, is like a, um, it's like a pyramid structure, basically, you know. It's like, for us, the president is up at the top of the pyramid, you know, or the monarchy. They're the are top. they really? Or I mean, are they really? I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I got I you. Mean, I you got have you. your different levels, you know, and you have the majority of the people on the bottom, you know, and the higher you go up and you're in the hierarchy, the less people there are, you know, and that's, that's true. That is your typical, you know, regardless of all the different types of, uh, uh, you know, style of governments or dictatorships or whatever you want to call it, that's the fundamental diagram of it okay yeah yeah i got you okay but theirs was there wasn't they actually had it was kind of like going into you had elders mm -hmm. and everybody nobody owned anything specific everybody shared everything with each other okay it was like the it was a community and but they had a complete structure they went by you know the tour and everything but there's a um it started with a high priest called a Mount, Mount what, what the hell is it called? I don't know, some dude that anointed Abraham. Uh, it, it started there, and this line ascended to where these people actually, the uh, um, the jars that were discovered, the Dead Sea Scrolls, mm -hmm. these people were the ones that put that there. Okay. So, I mean, along the lines, and there's... There's not a there's a name given to them and there's possible and I did some studying and I got like a whole bunch of good notes that kind of kind of narrow it down to the type of who these people are mm -hmm. and very fascinating I mean because it, it really not only does it go on a scriptural basis but also on a historical basis and that see that that's just cool because you get someone that doesn't really care given to you know on the religious side of the house if you could turn that into a historical basis you know people that like his history is is it's a fascinating man but um yeah i don't know where the hell it is but i yeah. do have a couple topics one of them it does, I was it does do sound interesting um i can go over two things or one of two things I can talk about uh, it. It's this is an article called "The Greatest Crime of Historic Time" by Victor Connor. It's about um, depleted uranium in the military. <laughs> nice. It's like three long pages. When I say three long pages, it's a uh, small, <laughs> small font, a lot of words. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> or I could talk about some of my family history. Um, see the project detail hey, goes on the bottom. This is a tavern history. This is the dude. And, uh, okay, so that's just going to go there. Okay. Now, I just went, I'm, I'm only getting this from the actual website where you can go learn about this. Um, go check out Bonnet, the uh, Bonnell Tavern. 
And here's how you're going to spell it. I'm going to do this phonetically so you don't get it wrong. Bravo, Oscar, <laughs> November, November, Echo, Lima, Lima. That's Bonnell. Bonnell, not Bonnell. No, no, actually, Bonnell. But so I said Bonnell, not oh, Bonnell. It's uh, with, but it's an O with an uh. <laughs> it's an uh. Not a, a uh, uh. It's an uh. <laughs> but yeah, no, and I, I can actually go, and I... That is fam my family, and there, there's there's a reason the whole U and O thing is different, and I'm gonna try to explain. I learned I learned this uh, not from an actual textbook or nothing, but actually through research in my family history. Um, if anybody decides to go this and you see a name that's very similar, and especially if it's a vowel, um, there's very high possibility that they're still in that same line. That your family is just it's a misspelling because you get think about it we have i mean obviously we have what well, we got technology you can print stuff out we had typewriters you know up to so, so many decades ago and you know using typewriters or whatnot before everything was handwritten so mm -hmm. you know if you think about it and i'm sorry if none of y'all know what cursive is so <laughs> you know it People can, even someone who's good with history or whatnot, they, they may not, um, they, they, they put it this way. Not everybody was educated. You know, they at I least can, I can read and write cursive still. Yes. Yes. But I mean, drilled they, into me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, thing is that, you know, if you weren't educated, you at least knew how to do your name. And the thing is, if you were signing something or whatever, like a document, and you go through time, and as the document ages, you know, it, it may show that one of the letters is a little bit different, so that's how it's going to be put down through, through history. That's uh -huh. how, like, my family went from Banel to Bono. Uh-huh. You know, from the U and the O got, you know, interchanged. And it doesn't mean it's a completely different family. It actually is ours. It's just through history, through documents, you know, either... Someone that recorded it, or, or because of the age of the document, it was it was changed. Um, but my family, uh, we we had a tavern um, in New Jersey uh, during the 1700s, and I'll read this little thing here, this short little history. Uh, the Bunnell Tavern has been a landmark in Clinton, New Jersey, since it was established in 1767 by Lieutenant Colonel Abraham Bunnell. It was operated as a tavern until 1870, and by 1770 had become the meeting and voting place for the northern section of the county. In the later part of 1775, political active activities at the tavern became even more important when Charles Stewart returned from attending the... the uh, Provincial Congress of New Jersey as delegate. He called a meeting of local residents at the Bunnell Tavern and organized a regiment of Minutemen for the first of its kind in the region of New Jersey. This was the regiment which was ordered by the uh, Provin um, Provincial Congress of February 15, 1776 to march to New York under the command of Charles Stewart, by then a colonel. These uh, patriotic mil uh, militiamen soon joined forces with Major General Charles Lee. Uh, uh, Look at you. Despite its current underutilization, um, Bunnell's Tavern is not only one of the most historical significant sites in New Jersey, but also nationwide. 
During the Revolutionary War, it was a recruiting station for militia and Continental Army units, and it was the headquarters and recruiting center of the very first Minutemen Regiment in the region. The tavern was used as a recruiting station by militia and... Wait, didn't, didn't I just read that? Da, 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 yeah. Da, da, yeah. And, um, it was also the headquarters for the 3rd Hunterdon County Militia Regiment in which Abra, or Abraham Bunnell served as a lieutenant colonel. The militia bill that passed on June 3rd, 1775, triggered a meeting at that tavern on June 19th of 1775, during which the officers of this Minutemen Regiment were elected, the first in this region. Hold on. Okay, I feel better. Oh, yes, yeah, man. Oh, I feel better. It's contagious, like yawning. And uh, the Tavern and Militia Unit also played roles in some strategic decisions. For instance, it helped Ge uh, General Washington decide to send the con the uh, contin Continental. Okay, sorry, I had a booger that just almost went down. That is disgusting. <laughs> it helped George Washington decide to send the Continental Cavalry into winter quarters at nearby uh, Pittsburgh or in nearby Pittstown each year. At nearby Pittstown each year, he was in New Jersey because the horses could be protected by the Third Hunterton Regiment. Uh, Pittstown also served as the capital city briefly in 1770 and 1778 during the British occupation of Philadelphia due to the possibility of an attack on Trenton and the Third Hunterton Regiment would have been responsible for protecting uh, the legislature since the army could not spare troops. Uh, hmm. New Jersey did not officially support the revolution uh, until July of 1776, so Abraham Bunnell's unit was formed illegally, and he could have been arrested for treason. However, in July 1776, the new state government appointed him as the second-in-command of the New Jersey Brigade. During the war, Abraham did serve in combat and commanded troops in the Battle of uh, Millstone, among others. His uh, military career is not very well documented because he was a militia officer, not a con uh, Continental Army officer. On a lighter note, the Bennell family documents state that among the most famous patrons of the Bennell's Tavern uh, were Aaron Burr and his daughter. Uh, they stayed at the end several times because he be uh, before he became the third vice president and prior to the famous duel with Alexander Hamilton in uh, Weehawken, New Jersey. George Washington also reported to have stayed at the house of Charles Stewart at the end of the at the end of Clinton. Cool, man. <clears throat> um, Look at you, all historical and shit. That's not the only one. I, I can't even go into the. 18th yeah, I didn't say it was. Hey, you know, I I got I got some family people, man. I got I'm telling you, this boy's been around. Some of my, uh, I'm a Highlander. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> Of the U first. Oh, for me. I can't. Dude, I can That's the best thing Queen ever did in my opinion. You're, you're a shower that, singer, just like me. Oh my dude, I, I don't just sing in the shower. Like when my wife and son leave during the day, because I am off during the day, I work at night. Like I dance around. I have my music playing so loud. And it is like flash dance in my house. Put it this way when I'm home alone and I can do that. I lip sing. Oh, dude, I sing so loud and so badly. <laughs> you know, like air guitar. Oh, my God. I got drums going. It's I got, awesome. I get the air bass and 
Yeah, you get your air guitar, I'll get my air bass, I'll do a little lip sting, and you'll be the singer. We're both bald, so we'll start a air band. <laughs> I'm, I'm balding. I'm oh, bald. well, I'm, yeah, I'm just going bald. Um, I did have a, uh, you know what, I, there was a, uh, a David C. Bunnell who lived, um, he was born in the late 1700s. He fought in the War of 1812. Wow. And other wars. And he, 23 years in the military, and he was um, not just of the U.S. Um, he was forced under slate, uh, as, a, as a prisoner to fight under the British, I think twice. But Jesus, man. He was actually, um, his book that he has is actually the most detailed account of the Battle of Lake Erie. Oh shit! And uh, during during that battle, when uh, Oliver Perry, when uh, their ship was destroyed, and it was him and nine other guys. Uh huh. He was one of those nine guys that was you know, oh, from shit. a small bite. Yeah. That's and amazing. The details of like what it was like, and just the sounds, the sights, and just everything was. It's insane. The book. I, I need to. I need to find it here. Um. But uh. You know what? It's actually in our Google Drive. Yeah. Um, I will. I will be looking that up just momentarily. Um, Man, it's awesome. It's Lafayette. What is it? Lafayette. How do you spell Lafayette? L A F A Y E T T E. Lafayette. Yeah, I'll get to him in a minute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is this book name? Where is it? Did did I just totally not even? I didn't put it on here, did I? Oh, here we go. Can you hear my keys going? No, really, not at all. You, you <laughs> of course didn't... I can hear them. You're pounding <laughs> on them like a fucking silverback gorilla. Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. Um, eighteen twelve, <laughs> like a gorilla. Um, the the book is called The Travels and Adventures of David C. Bunnell During 23 Years of Seafaring Life, containing an accurate account of the Battle of Lake Erie under the command of Commodore Oliver H. Perry, also serving among the Greeks, imprisonment among the Turks and British, and etc. Um, you can actually download it on PDF for free. Damn. Or, or print it if you want. I really don't care. But it's, it's fascinating. It's... Uh, I like not only because, you know, obviously I, I bought it, read it because it was, uh, you know, family, obviously, you know, that's oh, a yeah. no brainer, but I was very fascinated one because his life was, he had a hard life. I mean, a really hard life. His life sucked. Um, I mean, he got married, had kids, they were killed. Um, and he, you know, he'd been a prisoner several times and I mean, he, he fought. You know, many years he was, you know, on his own, on the run. Several. I mean, this dude had a hard life, but he also he really kind of showed what life was like during that time frame, the early 1800s. You know, you, you get the small little details that you know you, you don't really learn when you're in school. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that's what actually really got me into this book about it, and it's just that's cool. it's very fascinating. I do have a hard copy, but you know, I you know I. I'll put the uh, link on our Facebook page, um, and I'll put the uh, um, 
you can download the PDF. Well, what's whatever. so amazing is we we live in a time now where you can do that. Yeah. You can trace your ancestry back. I mean, that's an amazing and a fairly new thing. You know, I, I don't think people appreciate how really new this is that we can trace our ancestry like this. And I, I've been I've been um, researching my family history up until like the early and I, I don't know either early nineties or maybe late eighties. I would say. Um, and it was my grandpa that got me into it. Well, I was about to say you did it when we were in Hawaii. You were always going yeah. on and on about it. Matter of fact, I think I had two big old books at that point. Um, yeah, three ring binders. Yeah, um, yeah. it's kind of creepy. Now that's the one, and I like it's a very fascinating book. And I, I rec- if you want to learn about that t- about the War of eighteen twelve or the Battle of Lake Erie, you, you want It is the most detailed book up in no. Uh, there's a museum up in. Uh, um, uh, I think it's a naval museum, whatever. That's up in uh, Ohio, and they have that book there, like shelves of it or something. Yeah, that's but, uh, cool. You can download so cool. for free. I'll put it on our Facebook page. Um, but it's just amazing detail and just information about that time frame. Plus, the dude just life kicked him in the balls every day. <laughs> that's the best way I can describe it. That's pretty much how there. life was back then, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, now there's another there's another uh, family member of mine called Lafayette Bennell. Um He was an American physician, author, and explorer. Um, he was um, um, he he was with the uh, what was it called the um, Roposa ba- uh, Battalion. Mariposa. I think it was in the Mariposa War with Indians. You got me, brother. I I'm going off memory here. So we're both completely unreliable in this, is what you're oh, saying. Yeah. I, I, all I can tell you is it's um, Lafayette H. Bunnell, okay? <laughs> he was the first non-Indian to ever visit uh, Yosemite Valley. Jesus. Yeah. Um, you're a family of big swinging dicks, kid. Um, you know, Sheriff John Bunnell that always did the police chase shit, that they did the whole narrating for that. Oh yeah, yeah. He's relative. Jesus. Oh, uh, God. Who? What else can I go here? Um, Captain Alva Bennell from the he fa- he founded Bennell, Florida. This was, uh, I believe, after the. I think it was right after this. Isn't that where all the carnival people live? Possibly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I almost became a carny, but instead I joined the military. But you know, there is a town in Florida. I. That- that is specifically designed around carnival people. They actually founded the town. I am going to look that up here soon. Do There was an X-Files episode on it. Okay, you're going to have to message me that later so I don't forget. Oh. But no, it's uh, he was a captain, uh, Alva Benel. He founded the Benel, Florida, uh, right after the Civil War. Um, that's cool. I've got, I mean, that's just some of my relatives just from, you know, coming to America um, my first, the first of the Benells came on the, that was that movement of ships and the Mayflower came, they were on one of the other ships. I forgot the name of it on that first, you know, large group of people. We're talking about like Nina, Pinta, Santa Maria. I, I, I've got it written. It's in my book <laughs> over here. I don't fucking know. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, I have a shitty memory. <laughs> hey, I'm just asking. It's what happens when the military drops me on my head. Um, <laughs> like a bad mother. 
Like a mom on her fourth mimosa at brunch, just dropping the baby. Boom. Oh, my God. I did a laugh far there, and it's so horrible. Mm. Oh, man. You smell gonna... it, too? You, you smell no. that? That's pretty bad. <laughs> Asshole. But uh, after Monday night, because, you know, I had those Lagunitas. Oh. And uh, that next morning, dude, I took a dump, and it was the smelliest shit. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, these IPAs kill my stomach." Yeah, they, it's like it's like when you when you poop, it smells like there's gasoline in there. So, so you remember the video? Yeah, I I showed you. Yeah. So tomorrow, I think I'm gonna get the next hottest wings, and I'm gonna go for that. Oh my god! Make sure you don't work the next day. I do. I do have to work the next day, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it tomorrow after my son gets off school and my wife gets home, I'm going to hit it. And so I can be up all night, like in pain and <laughs> work it out. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it's going to be awesome, dude. That just sounds painful. Yeah, it's going to be good. Let's see here. Uh... Okay. Yeah, that was actually like. Oh, I'm going to save that in my family book. Okay. We'll save that there. Hey. So, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, my, my family's gotten around. But, I mean, it's just... I, I find it fascinating. And it excites me. Dude, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's a that's a great family history, though. I mean, I, I can't tell you much past, you know, my grandfather, really. Either well, of them. Before the internet, I mean, and everything, like I said, I was a kid when I started doing this, and my grandpa did more, and the, my, the biggest problem with that is I was, uh, I was deployed when my grandpa died, and uh, so I couldn't make it home, and so the family, his home, which is in Rich Hill, Missouri, he had papers and stuff from like years and years that he'd been studying, and nobody knows what happened to it. They sold everything or kept what they oh, wanted dang. in a house they sold what I, I don't know i mean i was deployed there's nothing i could do so yeah. all that family history is nobody knows and uh, he got some good information that was hard to get matter of fact um one of my great uncles was asked me about it i'm like i don't know you know either they threw it away by accident or they don't want to give it up i have yeah. no clue but um then it really helped. I found some books, you know, making a bunch of emails, phone calls, and stuff. You know, I mean, you really put the hours. That's why it's just so many. Yeah, emails, it, it, you know? it's 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 the ass work, man. You got to leather ass that shit and just sit down and grind it out. Yeah, and then I found out there's an actual website where there's a family that they actually have been doing this stuff too for like so many odd decades, and they have an actual database. Oh, that's cool. So we can actually track all of our, the, like the Bonnell family, the Bonnell, Bonnell family, can we can track our all of them up until one particular guy in the early 1600s. Wow, that's really cool, man. So, I mean, it, that helped a lot, too. And, uh, and of course, I, you know, different books and shit like that. And then, so, yeah. Yeah, uh, one of my wife's uh, family names is Kendall, and uh, I found out uh, just like reading books and stuff about like the local area in North Carolina. But one of the Roanoke people had the last name of Kendall, mm. 
And I was like, isn't that interesting? Yeah. And me and my wife talked about that for a while. I was like, what if you guys really descended from somebody who was on Roanoke that ended up going with the Croatoan Indians and then coming inland and then your family flourished? Like, isn't that cool? Like to think about? That's fascinating. I mean, that I mean I, like to think that their lineage could have gone back there. Like when we were talking about it, it was so very, even if it isn't true, it's still so very exciting to just to even like talk about look into it it's uh i would yeah. actually i would enjoy looking into it yeah but you know with that how far can you go back because i mean essentially all of them disappeared you know i mean yeah it could take a while but i mean still it's worth it yeah yeah it would be fun um i just started finally doing using ancestry.com to do the actual tree yeah oh my god it's this site there's so many people in that. It's, it's insane. And that's just getting like, <laughs> like, like the the 1950s up until now. Yeah. <laughs> cousins, second cousins, uncles, second uncles, and yeah, all, yeah. It's, mm. And, uh, but, uh, I'm scared to get on Ancestry.com because I'm, I'm afraid the tree won't branch. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like a fireman pole. God damn, it's a spear. <laughs> <laughs> Does it look like the DNA? <laughs> yeah, double helix. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Oh, that is so funny. Like, I'm picturing, like, kids like Picasso, too. <laughs> Nose on the back of her head and shit. Oh, oh that is so good. Yeah, let, you know, we'll, um, we'll, we could talk about it offline. I, I totally dig in looking into uh, the thing with the Roanoke and all that. That's that, Yeah, it was, this when I found out about it, I had to tell her immediately. I was like, yeah. oh, my God, I have to tell you about this. That, that's you know that's interesting. The Roanoke mystery is, is is fascinating. Oh yeah, and like I fa of course me, you know, I found out about it like at four thirty in the morning when I'm up on the computer, <laughs> and I rush into the bedroom. I'm like, baby, get up! <laughs> I have something to tell you. <laughs> two inches so from sad. the face, and you scream yeah, like, like two so rooms away. Sad. My wife. <laughs> Thank God she loves me. Jesus. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very interesting, and I think, like you know, like I said, the farthest I can trace my family back is I think uh, in this country that I know of, my grandfather. So what, nineteen ten, nineteen oh five? Yeah, my, yeah. I think I can go. I think the farthest I can go is back to the, uh, um, back to the Normans with the William the Conqueror. Jesus Christ. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I remember uh the Mastodons and we were hunting Willie Mammoths. Yeah. Well, I mean I, I you know, I, I learned a whole lot and shit. I mean there's there I mean it's just following my own family I learned shit about history. I mean it's it's you know, I, I think it would be great for everybody digging your family history. 
Because you're going to oh, yeah, shit outside of your own family. It even may even help you about different time periods and shit, you know? Absolutely. I, I never thought about it until I got older. I was like, wow. It's like, you know, that's actually how I really got started in the history. Cause you wanted to learn about your own. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. And I was like, wait, my my, my family were Hunots? Like in the 1500s? I was like, what, what are these Hunots? I started looking them up. Then I'm like, well, what's going on with these Catholics? These freaking, these fucking Catholics. You know, hey. why are they trying to... Yeah. Then I'm like, what, what is what exactly is the difference between Catholics and Protestants? Protestants. I'm like, so you know, I'm looking up the uh, the um, Man, and and honestly, it's it, it's minutia. Yeah, minutia. What? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's we just... should go to Belfast and do a Q and A. Yeah, it's just like you you look at one thing and it's like, wait, what is this? So you, you start you go yeah, learn about that real quick, and then it's like, wait, what is this? And next it's thing you know, you're you're like, you as, know, as you slowly pick away at something, it's amazing how deep you can get into it. And then it becomes overwhelming because you're like, wow, I have all this I need to learn. So yeah. it just, it, I mean, it takes a while, but it's just it's even more fascinating and more fascinating it is it is lineage is uh, i think something to be studied and to be enjoyed if if you're really into family but then there are people who you know don't know their moms or dads and couldn't even tell you where they came from yeah you know i mean that is sad and the way we have you know yeah i i I mean, we should have a way to be able to fix that, but like with DNA yeah. or something, I mean, you. Yeah, but do you, I mean, sometimes it's one of those things like, do you really want to know? Yeah, I mean. I I, I know that, it's yeah. per person, but like if it were me, I know if it were me and I was like an orphan and abandoned, I probably wouldn't want to know and I wouldn't give a shit. Like, fuck them. Like, honestly, I'd be like, fuck them. Well, I, I would like to know him. I mean, and simply because, ah. and I, I the way I look at this is because looking at my own history and some of my my ancestors, some of them were amazing. Some of them were dicks. You know, I, I think I told you like a podcast or two ago that some of them just straight up left their family. Like yeah. one, the, the guy in Pennsylvania, he just said, yeah. fuck y'all, I'm leaving. He went to be a wild man for a few years before he yeah. ended up dead in a river. <laughs> I mean total tool but it sounds like you're narrating the end of me <laughs> <laughs> okay then gravy just fucking left and died in a river <laughs> oh yeah i think one of a one of my ancestors was a his wife murdered him because he pissed her off too much I think that's my this the end of mine right there. <laughs> oh, you bastard! <coughs> oh god, that was good. Yeah, uh, I can see that going down with me too. <laughs> Dude, I had another sleepwalking episode the other night. Nice. Give it. Give me the details. Give him. Wanna... It was after the podcast. Okay. I, I went. I had a sandwich, something to eat, watched a little TV, went to bed, put my earphones in. Hold on. What'd you eat? 
I had a ham sandwich. Fucking pork, that's why. Oh, shut up. Okay. So, I laid down, I went to sleep, had forensic files playing in my ear, and I woke up at three in the morning on the couch, and I had my hoodie on, but I had my arms inside my hoodie. And what originally freaked me out when I woke up was like I kind of half came to and went to extend my arm, <laughs> and they were like trapped in the sweater. So I started freaking out, and I was like, <laughs> like my hands were like going all over inside the sweater. <laughs> and then I realized, like, why am I on the couch? Why are my hands in this sweater? So I got <laughs> went back to bed, and I got up in the morning. I told my wife, I said, I woke up on the freaking couch. And she goes, yeah, you got up, you went in the bathroom, you turned on the light, you did a couple circles, you didn't do anything, you turned the <laughs> light off, and you walked out into the living room and laid down. Wow. It's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, before you moved into that house, when was the last time you slept walk? I, I couldn't even tell you when. Like years? I, I, uh, probably when I was a kid. Okay, and you said there's... All right, you know what? I'm not I'm, even going to beat yeah, around. Was, I'm not going to beat around the bush. Yeah, I'm not going to beat around the bush, but uh, <clears throat> I'm just going to mow straight through it. You're, uh, you're <laughs> sorry. What? Your house is haunted, dude. I've told you about this. <laughs> this. We hear noises in here. Like me and my wife will be sitting there. We'll put our son to bed. One of the rare nights when, she, like, she comes back out and we'll sit and watch a movie. And no lie, boom, a noise will come from the laundry room. And both of us will look at each other and shrug and be like, fucking crazy. <laughs> and I continually, like, I get in bed and lay down. And my cat sleeps with me most most days and most nights. He's like a little dog. I love my little black panther. But I feel him when he jumps up and walks next to me. Like, I can feel the mattress sink in and I reach back and pet him. And then he usually jumps up on me and we go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I've... Let, this happens, I will say, 60% of the time when I'm laying in bed. 60%, dude. I lay down. I get comfortable. I feel the bed sink. Like my cat's coming up. I go to feel it, and nothing's there. But I can still feel like that there, the mattress is weighted there. Like my leg roll back a little because of something pushing down. And I'm like, whatever. I guess it just wants to cuddle. <laughs> Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it's haunted. I know. <laughs> I know it is. It's freaky. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely um, <clears throat> that's definitely haunted. It's no big deal though. Just don't bring no Ouija board in there. Or... Oh no, no, and, and, you know we're nice to it. No, and I, I always just say, you know, Jay, just be cool. Just be nice. That's all I care about. Be nice. Want to see none of that chair spinning poltergeist shit? Once a week, just leave a shot glass out for him with a little bit of liquor. No, it's mine. Fuck him. (laughs) 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 I I even dump out beer bottles that aren't finished yet. Like, fuck you. (laughs) Honestly, right now I'm waiting to get thrown out of my chair like I'm getting a bad vibe. (laughs) Oh, my God. If you hear me start strangling, <laughs> call for help. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's uh, that is awesome. That is awesome. 
No, it's not, man. It's actually kind of frightening. Like, this is weird. Really? Like, I, I am legitimately concerned one day that I'm going to, like, walk out of the house. I am really concerned about that. Oh, and I meant mean, I mean, you being thrown out of the chair. No, I'm not legitimately. Okay, don't throw me out of the chair. Like, if you're listening, please don't. You asshole. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> And what's weird is after this, I'm going to go watch a horror movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But no, like I I am actually concerned about like sleepwalking outside the house now. Um, Like I'm I'm thinking I should start like putting the keys somewhere where I might not find them easily when I'm sleepwalking or I don't know. man. I'm actually kind of nervous. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh. say go see a doctor i i don't know if it's what about what what do i need to see a doctor for you're sleepwalking yeah and well what if you kill somebody then i have a perfect alibi well eh, sort i mean you know the stories <laughs> of guys that have murdered people sleepwalking sleep well as long murders. as it's not my family i'm fine i'm okay with that like if i slaughter a neighbor all right well, you remember the I'll story of the guy that he drove, he was sleepwalking. While he was sleepwalking, got up, got in his vehicle, drove to his in-laws, murdered his stepmother and step his stepfather. I mean, his mother-in-law and father-in-law. And then from there, drove straight to the police station. Yeah, see, I would the feel The whole off. time, asleep. And yeah, I the thing was, his tendons in both of his wrists were cut. And he didn't feel no pain. Dude, that's crazy tendons damn that hurts yeah yeah they're lucky they didn't get the artery if they got the tendons and the wrist i mean that's they, they, he must have gotten like far to the uh, inside there but yeah that's that's the story i might have to actually go over that yeah. story i heard it uh yeah yeah that scares me now see now i'm really worried now like what if i do something to my wife oh my god you um you ever seen the on Netflix called Nightmare? Nightmare. Yeah, Nightmare. No. You should watch this afterwards then. Oh, let's good. See. Yeah, let's <laughs> let, let's totally fuck you up. Um, I just have to spell it correctly. <laughs> that happened long before this. <laughs> I was screwed up long ago. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. The Nightmare. Okay, I've heard of it. I haven't watched it. Uh, the documentary explores the horror of sleep paralysis, a temporary disorder in which yeah. the sufferer trap between waking and sleeping and cannot I've move. had that. Yeah. I've had that. And, uh, the only thing worse than that is when you sleep on both your arms and you wake up and your arms, both arms are useless. Oh, I've done that. <laughs> so you suddenly become like this weird bipedal octopus with like gelatinous arms like whipping them around (laughs) just waiting for the pins and needles to set in i was getting ready i was get. i had to get up for work and my alarm went off and both of my arms fell asleep because i was laying on (laughs) and i can't get my alarms i'm like like a worm i'm trying to i'm trying to scoot to get it and i'm smacking my head like the my my the whole like side of my face against it to get it quit. 
and apparently I was being too loud. And you know, my my uh, uh, my roommate guy in the next door to me, he starts banging on the wall to tell me to shut up. <laughs> so oh my god! I'm like doing this like little worm things, you know, trying to get out of bed. Oh no! <laughs> I I think it was like a good maybe ten fifteen minutes before I really had use of my uh yeah it was. I remember this is. This like, is if I was gonna be attacked, if I was gonna be murdered, I'm done. There's nothing I can yeah. do. <laughs> Dude, if if it was like four years ago, I still remember this. I was in the middle of my three shifts in a row, my three twelves, and it was kind of like. Uh, getting from from like spring or like wintertime to spring, you know, like right at the changeover. Mm-hmm. And I had put the window open because it was nice. Well, it got cold, so I slept on both my arms. <laughs> and the alarm went off. <laughs> and I couldn't hit it because both my arms, I couldn't feel them. And so I'm literally like swinging my whole torso like, just <laughs> I remember, like, just sitting on the edge of the bed, like, I'm fucking pathetic right now. Someone could kill me, and I would have no way to protect myself. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to say it's like a worm. It's more like a caterpillar. You know how yeah. the, 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 it kind of, the front, the, the both ends yeah. kind of come together, and the middle kind of comes up? <laughs> uh-huh. Like, you can kind of, like, whip your shoulder and whip it up. <laughs> But that's all you got. <laughs> it's whatever shoulder can do. Oh my god! It's, it's awesome. pathetic. It's pathetic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny. And another. Oh god! How about cramps when you're sleeping? Do you get those ever? I uh, maybe. Dude, I I don't know why. Maybe it's lack of potassium in my diet, but I will catch cramps in my sleep that literally, like, I'll roll over and bend my leg just a little wrong. <laughs> and suddenly I'll catch a cramp in my hamstring that shoots my whole leg straight. <laughs> I end up kicking the cat and the wife damn near clean off the bed. <laughs> and then I fall out the side with my leg straight going, cramp, cramp, cramp. <laughs> I, I, I've done the dog. I've done the dog kick. Oh my god! You know what I'm talking about, right? When oh, a dog, yeah. when they're asleep and they start running, you know, I, I I've done the dog kick. That's what I call it. Dude, I get these hamstring and calf cramps that are awful. It's, it's so funny when I get them though, because it does. My leg shoots right out and I fall out the bed every time. I'm like, cramp, cramp, cramp. <laughs> oh, I love it. Getting old is awesome. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, yeah, no, no, it's not. Yeah, it is, man. It's a, it's a virtue not afforded to many. We're lucky to be getting older. Damn lucky. Um, wiser. Not wiser. Older, I'm fine with. Wiser, nah. I'd like to make a few more mistakes. Um, ex- uh, I mean, well. That's part of learning. You're not going to learn if you don't make a mistake. Well, that's the thing. I hope I'm, you know, that's why I say wiser, but, you know. We're experienced. You still got to make the mistakes, man. Are you There you go. I like that word, experienced. Are you, <laughs> Jimi Hendrix? <laughs> part of the 27 Club, the White Lighter Club. 
Wait, which what? is why I yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It's like, huh? Yeah. Supposedly, like most of the people in the Twenty Seven Club, you know, famous rock and rollers that died when they were twenty seven are artists. Yeah. You know, they also had a white bic lighter on them. Which I find is bullshit because I'm sure they had Bic lighters, which is one of the most popular form of lighters. But how many people pick the outer wrapper off? I always did. So you end up with a white lighter. Mm -hmm. So if you're one of those people, and I'm sure they were because they had nervous energy, they were artists. So, you know, they probably picked them off. And, of course, you got a white lighter. I I, I had to call bullshit on that unless somebody really took the time. And this has got to be some time they got to spend. To go to every single one and be like, find out what belongings they had on them at the time, and be like, okay. well, it's not hard. Shouldn't that be public record, though? I mean, it's 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 contents of their personal belongings. I, That's I, not. I don't know. See, personal belongings, I don't know. Now, as far as autopsies, I believe you that it, it can be. Hmm. Unless there's a it's a criminal type thing. I don't know. But I don't know. I'm that's I'm guessing. I, I'm just you know pulling a hair out of my ass. That's a good guess, though. Yeah. Like, I'd believe it. Like, even if you were lying and you told it to me, I'd be like, yeah, I can get that. I mean, right. it, it made me tear, but yeah. That sounds plausible. Yeah. You ever pulled a hair out there? Out of my ass? Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Well, not. I'm not going to say, like, I was specifically going for one hair, but um, I shared this with the ladies I work with because they didn't quite understand it, but the theory... Or, the, or not the theory, but the practice of removal of dingleberries. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Now, in case you people don't know, and I, this is exactly how I explained it to them, um, my wife likes very soft toilet paper. Rightly so. She has a sensitive bottom. Okay, so I'm a guy, and I have an inordinately hairy ass crack. So when I wipe, it's it's not like that nice soft toilet paper is going against smooth baby soft skin. It's like it's going over a, a, a sycamore forest. Yes, and it's yes. just grating all that stuff off. Now all that stuff combines or, into or, these or, or very uh, or dead bamboo. Dead ba oh good one, dead yes, bamboo. Yes. Yeah, that's a good descriptor. But so all all those nice little particles combine and they get wadded up. And then you end up in the shower and you feel one and it's kind of wadded up. So you have to rip it out. And when you rip it out, you rip out a bunch of ass hair. Yes, yes. I hate that too. Yeah. And let me tell you, when you sweat in a shower from ripping out a hair, <laughs> there's a special kind of sweat that you don't forget. Well, that's why, you know... you. you that's why you got to turn that thing. You you have to. I mark like I'll, I have my little scratches on my little the nozzle. So uh -huh. you know if if either that or I'm going to rinse off, I always do cold water. You know, well, it's best closes up your pores. Yeah, but also because my bathroom, because our house we have no AC because you know we live in Hawaii and we use the windows for the air to come in. But the genius that built my bathroom, the fan. Um, the exhaust hole actually goes out the side that the wind actually comes in. You know, cause, you know, I mean, you, you want to burn out a motor that forces air out in the, you know, to go, that goes in the against the direction the wind's coming from. So I mean, it's it's it, and naturally the wind in Hawaii is a little bit stronger than this little bitty fan. So yeah, it um, it gets a little warm and uh, humid in my bathroom. <laughs> and you know that fake that fake uh um 
my like two foot long fake uh, nutsack hanging from my ceiling. Yeah, like it'll start sweating. <laughs> How bad is it when your when your fake ball sack sweats? <laughs> It's like when you got diarrhea and you shit over your own one, your real ball sack, and you have to actually wipe your own ball sack. That's horrible. That is the one of the worst. Mo- like women, I know you guys go through some awful shit, but the, oh god, when you have diarrhea as a guy and you actually crap on your own nutsack, it is one of the worst feelings because you feel that hot spring. You're just like, God, yeah. I am such a, I am a mess. I am a useless individual. I am. Ah. Oh, you're such a low life. <laughs> well, if, if I'm at home, I don't care. Now, if I'm in public, I think last time I did that was recently. It was, uh, where was I? Was I at, uh, I think it was at Target. Oh, man, you no. defiled a Target? No, 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 I was at Zippy's bathroom. Uh, I don't know what Zippy's is. Zippy's? The Zippy's no. chilly out here in Hawaii. Come on now. I have no idea what that is, dude. Um, like Never went day, there. Like a couple days before, it was at Target. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, what's HPD doing? Coming to get you? Uh, it wasn't me. Wait, that ain't even the cops. That's an ambulance, isn't it? Just, sorry about that. Um, I left my windows open because... It's hot and it's Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my AC. Don't you apologize. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. I live in Hawaii. <laughs> no, you're good. Oh, um, good. I was gonna mention something. I totally forgot. That's all right. No, it's not. I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> Total brain fart. Uh, what time is it? Hour seventeen. Well, we're still good. Yeah, we're good. Okay. So I do have, I know what I'm going to do next. Yeah, you know yeah. What? What, what, what are your plans for the next one? So I can, I can plan a recording. Um, I'm already getting on my Bigfoot stuff, by the way. I am getting my Bigfoot propaganda ready for your ass. Mm, well, once I finish my topic, it's going to be, um, uh, excuse me. Okay. Hey, one more. Okay. Whew. If I don't let that out, it would have hurt. Um, the I'm not going to be exact, but it has to do with the French Revolutionary War. Okay. And after. You're talking about with us or with the themselves? French Revolutionary War. A few details about that and a statue in America here, and that's all I'm going to say because it's um it's going to be some history. With a little bit of religious conspiracy as well. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, so that one. And there was, I was actually listening to one of our podcasts like three or four ago. And I actually, I even forgot what it was in. But apparently I said I was going to go over a certain topic that we never did go over. And after listening to it again, and I completely forgot what it is. So I don't know what it was I was going to go over. Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> so you mentioned it. You re-listened to it. <laughs> decided you wanted to talk about it, but then forgot it. Again. 
Yeah. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to my life. <laughs> this is why I love being your friend, though, man. Hey, I, I, I used to be able to do very, very multiple complicated things but, at once. But, but what's right. awesome now, is you're going to text me in three hours because you remembered what it was <laughs> and be like, fuck yeah! <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'll like, forget like the next day, too. Yeah, but I'll feel that victory with you. Like, when I read it, I'll be like, hell yeah. Should I call or text? No, text, because I'll be asleep. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh man. Oh. Okay, I'm, uh, I think I'm going to take some Motrin and drink some water. Yeah, hey, man, um, do yourself a favor. Uh, take some either Dayquil like, do you got to be up for a while? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like yeah. 4 o'clock take, almost. Yeah. Well, take some DayQuil, and then before you go to bed, if you got it, take some, like, NyQuil and see if that helps. And it, I'll send you that link for the uh, the over-the-counter uh, Tamiflu stuff. Ah, okay. Okay. And that super emodium and... Why, are you shitting too? No, but I'm farting like crazy. Um, no, it's good. Gas is fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I several times. I think you missed it. Uh, several times that we both cracked up. I, I actually pushed a few fart laugh farts out. I, I wait. See? No, hold on, hold on. I, I got it. Larts, L A R T S. Larts. Laugh farts, larts. Yes. So what are sneeze farts? Snarts. Snarts. See so what flarts? I'd rather them be called like. <laughs> yeah, flarts and snarts. Flarts and. Oh no 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 no, no, no larts and snarts. Larts and snarts, I like it. Yep. Did I? Well, nah. I almost coughed and shit myself the other day, but. <laughs> oh yes, yes. I've, I've actually. Yeah, okay. I won't get into that. Oh, but, uh, dude, was <laughs> okay. Um, we're let, let's bring this to a close. Hey, uh, people. Yes, sir. Let's wrap it up. Um, usual. Uh, be safe. Don't be. Don't be stupid. If you're gonna be stupid, be tough. Be nice to people. Be respectful. You know. Be stern, but be respectful. Don't be a douchebag. All right, guys. Don't be a douchebag. Have a good one. Have a good one, brother. Bye-bye, nipples.